Welcome to another edition of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. And today we're in downtown Cortez, Colorado at the KSJD Community Radio Studios. And we have been hearing pitches from some potential storytellers for our August event. And some great stories out there. These storytellers will be telling their stories on August 12th and 13th with the theme of exposure. For more information and tickets, you can go to sunflowertheater.org. The story you're about to hear was told by Dan Jenkins at our live storytelling event in May when the theme was baggage. Dan Jenkins has been a high-altitude mountain guide in more than 25 nations over four continents. He now calls Cortez, Colorado home, and he's eager to explore the abundant high desert wilderness as well as the rich community and cultural offerings here. Mixed media artwork is his secret passion. Coffee is his guilty pleasure. Here's Dan's story. So I've been a, uh, a rock and an ice and a uh, high-altitude mountaineering guide for the last 35 years. And at uh, different places along the way, I found myself carrying $40,000 worth of cash on me out of a bank or trying to take uh, 175 people and manage them on a Mount Kilimanjaro expedition in order to get 30 neophyte Wharton MBA students safely to the summit and back down again, um, which is sort of where this story starts. Um, in 2006, I was uh, living in Boulder, Colorado, and I was about to embark on a six-week journey of going on that expedition and then finishing up with another expedition with some personal travel in between. And um, the final expedition was going to be in Russia, and so I needed a Russian visa to go and get slapped and glued into my passport. And no lie, when you f fill out the form for the visa, it basically asks you the question, have you ever had a Russian bride? It's not a joke, it's on the official form. It's, <laughs> it's kind of mind blowing, but it sort of predicts what's gonna happen when you get in country. And uh, so, um, I did the first expedition with the Wharton students and then in between did some traveling through Africa and Zanzibar and London and then the story picks up from there and this is going to be the Russian portion of uh, the expedition. So I'm leaving London uh, with all my bags and ice axes and crampons and everything that I'm dragging along with me and I get to the, uh, the Aeroflot desk and the uh, the woman looks at my bags and she says, the 22 kilogram limit. And uh, I said, well, I thought that I you know, had a 50 pound bag per bag limit plus all my carry on. And sh she says, you, you are not in the United States. You are in Europe and you're going to Russia. <laughs> so that's a valid point. And she also said $140 in excess baggage fees, which I gladly paid to get my things and went on to Russia. So, um, Arrive in Moscow, and this is where really, you know, for me, anybody asks about Russia, and I say, Russia is pretty much the land of the bribe. That that is pretty much what happens in Russia to do any and everything. So we go to the hotel, which is in the Olympic Village, and bizarre place. You're, you know, walking down hallways like The Shining that has like dripping ceilings and closed-off corridors, and you know, you know saran wrap across places and do not enter. It's, it's kind of strange. We finally, everybody comes in, we get our gear, all our bags are ready. 
we get on a plane that now flies from Moscow down to um, southern Russia to go to a town called Mineral Vody, which is on the, the edge of the, the mountains um, that border Georgia. And everybody gets there, we get all our stuff, and our bags are now going around the carousel, but we can't get them. And our Russian guide comes along, Oleg, and walks over and says, I'll take care of this. And he does the little, you know, you know, talks a little bit with the guy and you know, does all the little maneuverings. And next thing you know, you know, here come our bags out of baggage claim. And there's the first bribe that happened. Okay, here we go. So we get in the vehicles and drive to the mountains and an hour down the road at the military checkpoint, bribe number two comes. And now we're starting to witness what's going on with the bribe, which is sort of the the game and uh, the art of the bribe, you know, the, the forlorn sort of look and the shrug shoulders and kind of the shuffling of the feet, and the palming of the dinero, you know, but in this case it's rubles and it's like $20 worth, you know, because it's like Goldilocks theory, you know, you, you don't want to have too little, you don't want to have too much, you just want to have what's just right, you know, you don't give up too much or, you know, too little to insult them, so. We're getting ready to go on the mountain, everything's all set. Put our gear up on the tram, one of the cable cars that carries you up to the ski area, which is at the base of the mountain. And then these little rinky-dink antique chair lifts that you put all your stuff on and go up to the base. And um, then we go to climb the mountain and, you know, it's relatively semi-eventful, uneventful. Lightning storm, um, there is a, a full-on blizzard on the way down our guide who's been there before gets us lost and we kindly tell him to get the hell out of our way because we know where we're going even though we've never been there and we make our way back to camp and then we go back to uh to moscow and we're going to celebrate summoning the mountain and we're all ready to go so um can do a little tour of moscow and so we go out on tour and we see the Kremlin, and we do Red Square. And as we're going around Red Square, the kind of the oxymoronic, you know, capitalist, communist entrepreneur strolls up to us and says, hey, would you like to, you know, go see the mausoleum here where Lenin is and shortcut the half mile long, three hour line? And we're like, absolutely, let's go check it out. So he says, well, I happen to know one of the guards and $10 a piece and we can have a little, you know, little bribe going so absolutely let's go in so we walk in to go to obviously directly the front of the line and this is one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had in my life you walk in and the tread of the stairs is as wide as this carpet and you start walking two stories down by like eight foot wide steps and then you step down three inches and then there's dim lights that are like art studio lights and you go down and down and down and it gets darker and darker and creepier and creepier and then all of a sudden you can't stop that's the rules no pictures no stopping so people are like processionally tiptoeing along and walking around and then there he is in the middle and the mausoleum sort of like case and he's like a jewel in there and you walk around and then you walk this way and you want to keep looking but you don't want to trip over the guy next to you and finally you get out and you're just like oh my god it's the craziest thing you've ever done <laughs> Anyway, we saw Lenin, and that was kind of interesting. And now it's time to leave the country, you know, after doing a little midnight, little midnight bowling, you know, in the Olympic Village. So 
Um, we're, uh, we're getting ready to go to the airport, and I'm knowing that I've got $140 I have to cough up, or I can do what everybody else does. So I take a crisply folded $20 bill, and I sort of insert it, you know, right next to where my Russian visa is inside the passport. And then when I get there and I give him my passport and I put the bags on, he looks at the bags that are like obviously overweight and tipping the scales. And then he looks at my passport and he thumbs through and he sees the 20 and I give him the shrug shoulders like, <laughs> not mine, maybe yours, you know? <laughs> and he looks at it like, fair enough. And in one fell swoop, he kind of takes his hand and he slides up the passport and taps it down the edge of a little cardboard box where he drops a 20 into his retirement fund and uh, gives me my passport back and I'm all free to go. So I get to the final stage of this whole process of taking me and everything out of the country and I'm standing right there and a the guy at the place says, what's in your passport carrier? Because I went through the little screening thing where they you know check you and the lights go off and I have eight thousand dollars in here but I tell him I got four thousand and he says let me see how much money it is and I say no <laughs> then he says let me see it how much money it is and I say no and he says we need to call in another person who is the other customs person I say no I'm saying no to this guy time and again finally I show it to him and he sees it's a ton of money. And he says, we have to call those guys in. And I said, I'm not showing you the money right here. And he says, we'll go over here to the curtain room. He takes me to the curtain room and we stand there next to each other. And I take the money out and like Vegas, I pull out two 50 card decks and I just lay the money out in front of him and his eyes light up. And he's just like Vegas, like jackpot. And I'm thinking, okay, something's got to happen here. He says, we need to call in the other officials. Fifth, sixth, seventh time, I'm saying, no, we are not doing that. And finally, I said, we need to solve this right here, right now. You need to tell me what we need to do in order to be able to figure this out. He says, take $100, put it there on that table in a piece of paper and fold it in half and move it to the side. I don't even look up at the guy or do anything. I do exactly that, sweep up the money, back in my passport carrier, turn around, don't look at him, walk out through the curtain, baggage, pass in hand, ready to go through, final check-in, and I give it right to the person and I walk right on board the plane and I am done. I'm on the plane and uh, I learned about the art of the bribe in Russia. So there it is. Thanks, Dan, for telling that story. And to hear more from Dan, stick around for the outtake at the end of this podcast. To hear more stories like this one, subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, where you can also leave comments and share the stories with your friends. If you want to pitch your own story for a future Raven Narratives live storytelling event, go to ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page. You can also see a photo gallery of our storytellers and find out what the themes will be at upcoming events. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Community Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. 
And as always, special thanks goes to our sound engineering wizard, Mike McAllister, for his technical expertise in recording and mixing the Raven narrative stories told at the Sunflower Theater. Support for the Raven Narratives comes from Red Scarf Shots Photography Studio in Durango, Colorado. Find out more at redscarfshots.com. Now for the outtake. <laughs> but you don't do, how come you don't do traveler's checks? I don't understand. Well, so because one of the things is that when you get down to a place like South America, they might, you might, you, you, you would it's be able to cash not, something. I was oh, say, I see. You, you need the hard cold cash. cash. Yeah, you need cash. You need green cash, cash. dollars. You know? Wow. Yeah, I mean, that kind of stuff, it really works, too, because, like, guys carry around, like, a wad of cash. Like, you go to Kathmandu, and you got, you know, $100,000 in expenses that you're doing on the mountain. Like, you got to pay the guys to carry all your stuff to base camp, right. and you got to pay people to carry all the stuff back out again. Yeah. And then you got to have avail. It's like unemployment. you got to have some available cash, too, on top of the other stuff for emergencies. Right. i got to fly somebody out in a helicopter. How much is it going to cost? $15,000. Here's $15,000. Go get him to the hospital. You know, I don't want this guy to die on me. Right. $15,000 isn't the point anymore. Yeah, right. Here's $100,000. Who right? cares, right? It's, it doesn't matter, yeah. right? So, this you is know. awesome. My life's very different. <laughs>